0: check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life really my fashion the most but of course home and baby and so much more so check the link in the description and happy shopping hill squad
1: welcome to ask the manager mondays your chance to ask better together general manager kevin undergaro and assistant general manager kelsey meyer your questions about the better together brand and questions about life in general and now your managers kevin and kelsey
2: happy monday everyone
3: happy monday happy monday
2: seeing all three of us managers wishing you a happy monday and as we say on Ask the manager monday singular monday is the new
3: wednesday Huge day so for great,
2: us here. Right? We're at hump day already.
3: Hell yeah. So great to wake <laughs> up Such and be at hump day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, listen, thank you for your patience with us, everyone. The Queen of Queens, Miss Meninos. Uh, the, these Monday shows give her uh, the time she needs to do the other things she needs to pay for all of this. <laughs> True. so we can keep yeah. bringing you this great content though no, really, we mean it we thank you and thank you for supporting Ask Samantha Monday um, whether you make your comments on Patreon or even better over at Apple Podcasts and give us that five star review and give us a little mention mention because and why well then Queenie lets us do this to give her the time off to make the extra money to keep the show going see see how that all works it's beautiful. Anyway, it's a great okay. system. Right? Great scam. Great scam. As we like to say. Great scam. Well, I, I'd i like to think there's other podcasts out there that are trying every day to deliver great information. I think there's lots that try, that you know, generally try to deliver entertainment, but we actually really do want to make a difference and improve your lives. And we're always trying to find those people, those practices, and those ways to do so. And uh, anyway, so uh, any support... You can give us, uh, we greatly appreciate it. So with that, I believe the line that was used in the original Ask the Manager on TV 38 WSBK in Boston back in the 70s was something to the effect of, let's get right to business.
3: That's right. Kev, this first question is a really fun one. Um, Nella in Vancouver she actually personally reached out to me and said Kelsey next ask the manager can you wait policy? wait wait! I
2: know you're being polite for everyone because it's Monday But huh. so let's just have a little RGF indulgence here she said hey queen hey queen and
3: then- hey queen she said if you don't mind Next Ask the Manager Monday, can you ask Queen Manager Kev this question? (laughs) And I was like, hell yeah, I can, Nella. So here we go. She said, my partner and I are staying in L.A. in January for a month. For someone like me, who's all about the entertainment industry, especially acting, which is the best neighborhood for my type of vibe. I know L.A. in general has amazing entertainment, has an amazing entertainment vibe. But Kevin is all about proximity. And I'd love to know if there is any place in particular that's particularly awesome aside from Universal Studios. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes sense, Nella. We got you.
2: Uh, I would say, I would say Brentwood. Mm. I feel like Brentwood is, uh, it's a little upscale, so it's clean and safe. Um, I think you might see probably people that are a little more advanced with their careers. Um, Certainly, there's more celeb sightings you'll see there, I think. Have you had any there, Kelsey? No, no. Interesting. I know, but you know, it's not like you. You work a lot, though, Kelsey. Yeah. It's not like you're. Up yeah, about. I like that. I mean, listen, West Hollywood is, you know, you're just in the heart of it, but it's young and it's busy. Um, but I would say either one of those places, I think, are you get the feel, Kelsey and Pooja. You guys are. uh More in that game.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think it depends on, you know, like Kevin's saying, what you want. It's like, do you want the celeb sightings? Because if you do, go to Alfred's on Melrose and WeHo. Mm -hmm. But if you want, like, a taste of, you know, actual you know well, I think she wants proximity culture. she said
2: proximity she said so yeah, I mean I'm mean, not going to send her to Burbank for proximity or North Hollywood no, and I'm no. not going to put her in Encino or Van Nuys no but
3: what I was going to say is like you can do like lot tours and stuff like I know Burbank you could you can tour Warner Brothers and you know there's often people walking around and that sort yeah, of thing but then
2: you're a tourist
3: yeah that's true
2: no do it do that stuff I'm not saying it but if she wants proximity to the business and yeah, when I because like, when we bring up proximity on the show, we're talking about proximity being an important part of business. And, you know, what is proximity is being around, you know, those parties that are successful and having proximity to them. And and however you can do that, um, that will help your own success vastly. And you don't really hear that a lot in business. That's Tony Robbins. but. I know I've always practiced it And it's always worked for me So when I hear that I'm thinking She's a little more serious You know So I I, I think Brentwood or WeHo Would be the best place
4: Well I think in WeHo A lot of people go out in WeHo Like there's a lot of like Fancy Mm -hmm. restaurants And like fancy clubs Where like more celebrities Will go out So if you want to Naturally bump into them In a setting Where you would probably Talk to them Mm -hmm. Which would be like A club or a bar Like if you're in A coffee shop It'd be almost like, oh, I'm a fan, but if you're out, it's almost like it's more of mm-hmm. a natural
3: introduction because Yeah, I think you know I think about I like we Hope better. Yeah, I think more people are out and mm-hmm. about there. Like I just people right. are out and about in Brentwood. I will say though, I know I do know a little fun tip. Um Caribbean Enthusiasm always films in Brentwood and they're starting up their new season um, at the end of there August. You go ish no you said January so they might still be filming they filmed for like four months and they literally like shut down all of Brentwood so okay and so a little side
2: note Kelsey quickly yes because I know we have a lot of questions to get to why don't you tell everyone when you were working at Nodstrom's was it Nodstrom's
3: Nodstrom's yep
2: you were working at Nodstrom's um and great story Kelsey moved from transferred from the Seattle Nodstrom's to the LA Nodstrom's because yep. she wanted a proximity to show yeah and as I take it from here you're walking by a shoot of some kind. And what happened? Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Actually, I was <laughs> I was actually driving on my way to work, and I saw some sort of shoot happening up in the hills. It was, like, always the way I went. And I rolled down my window, and I <laughs> asked them if, if they needed an extra PA, and the guy actually was like, are you serious? And I was like, absolutely, I'm serious. And he had me pull over, and we swapped numbers, and I stayed on him, and then I ended up getting – that was, like, my very first PA gig ever. And, and literally I, broke you
2: into the business.
3: Yeah, it did. That's, it, it did. So right? cool. Yeah, it was wild. That's a shout so, out to that so, locations guy. Shout out to you for doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's
2: true. Shout out to you for doing that. And so, yeah. you know, when Nella comes to town, if that's kind of, don't, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. I mean, I remember um, my way into the business was a friend of mine was uh, maybe a, uh, not a close friend, but a, you know, someone I knew had an uncle who was in show business and was throwing a New Year's Eve party. And I found a way to get across country to get to that party. And at the very end of the party, I met somebody who, you know, took an interest in me and said, hey, yeah, uh, we might hire a researcher or an assistant. I forget. And um, that broke me into the business. But again, proximity. This guy was in the business and I I was like, I got to get near him. So, okay, good. I'm glad we got to that ending. So now good luck to you when you get here. And uh, hey. Kelsey's not shy. You always can DM Kelsey when you're here too. True Just that. saying. True that. Right. There's, there's your proximity too. Boom. Okay. All right. Um, one question. More question or break?
0: it's time to make your life a little easier and to help you out. I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there, this little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. This is from Helen. Okay. Helen from Florida. She wants
3: to know how do I stay positive and hopeful about an unknown future? And how do I not get overwhelmed by the unknown?
2: Oh my goodness. Well, listen, easier said than done, stay present. But um, future's unknown for everybody. Uh, And when I look at the people that succeed, they are the ones that they're just really in the moment and they're enjoying those moments. I have found, as someone who is very focused on the future, Um, But then again, I guess I will say I was divorced from it just enough because when I first started out, all my friends were getting jobs in banks where they had benefits and things like that. And um, that was what a lot of people would say to me, including my parents. You have no health benefits, no, you know, no job benefits. You're not putting any retirement away. Um, And I just blocked it out of my mind I was my goal was I have this dream and I'm going to pursue it and I'm just going to get there and I'm going to and I just blocked all that out and the people that really kept pushing that I had found a lot of them were my parents were looking out for me but other people it was they didn't have the courage to pursue the dreams themselves so they It made them feel insecure, so then they would poke at me to make me feel bad. So I just distanced myself from them, and I did just actually focus on the tasks at hand. Like, I'm going to work my butt off in this carny business, which, again, a lot of people have made fun of me. Why are you taking this job so serious? It's look. You work with heroin addicts, thieves, murderers, junkies. Like, it's a shit job. I'm like, not to me. This is my ticket to get to L.A., so I'm going to give it everything I got. And um, so I actually did, I guess, stay in the present in that regard. The only time I thought about the future was I was always thinking about what my goals were. Like, okay, I want to get into this business. So I guess whatever your long term goals are, you could have those. And then as long as whatever you're doing in your day is getting you there, then I think you're fine it's not getting you there, then you have to evaluate, okay, what are these long-term goals? And and then how do I start pursuing them? But I will tell you in recently I have divorced from achievements and outcomes and it's been my form of surrender. And I think probably highly evolved people had, or had heard this over the years, but I'm like, I don't know. It just never came into my mind. My mind was always like, no, got going to, hit this goal, got to get this, got to do that. Um, And while I think that that served me then, I think I'm finding, I'm having way more success by not, by surrendering and not thinking about any of it. So, if, uh, if Helen can do that, be present and then go to gratitude because I think that's the biggest thing that we all uh, forget. Today, it's funny, I had, two delivery guys uh truckers deliver something to the house and you know i always bond with those guys and i always help them because that's what i did i, mean, I was in the carney business all i did was haul heavy rides so i jumped up there and i'm like no no, no i know how to work this forklift <laughs> not the forklift but the pallet jack and with three of us we got this thing off and then they you know and they were from jamaica and uh and so we we're talking about jamaica he goes you know it's funny he's that they were saying he's it's so funny. Everybody's making like, how could you leave the beaches? This, that he's like, I woke up every day worrying I was going to be killed. And, you know, so the driver had mentioned how grateful he was to be in this country versus where he was, where, you know, he's in his country. Yeah. And when you get to go to a resort and you have all your food cooked for you and all the amenities and you get to leave, yeah, it's fantastic. But to live there, not so much. And, I feel like so many of us, I can only speak for here because I don't live anywhere else, but I think just so many people aren't grateful for their health. They're not grateful for, you know, the iPhone in their pocket or the fact that they can, I don't know, watch all this great TV. I I don't know. I just, I think that, but I do think that the more I go to gratitude, um, the better I feel about things. So... Anyway, I don't know. I hope that helps. But I, I, I feel like women, I really feel bad for women because it is a scary world when you're a woman. I mean, for me, I I can't speak for other guys, but I know I feel very confident if someone messes with me. Um, thank God I'm a Boston guy. I can take care of myself. I don't know how I'd feel if, if that weren't the case or if people knew I were vulnerable like unfortunately a lot of women are you know so I think there's a with going along with being a woman there's just a lot of anxiety and a lot of worry and a lot of fear and a lot of always worrying what's always waiting for the trapdoor to open you know um, and I, I'm sad for that but I think the more you can um, the more you can go to gratitude and stay present uh, I think it just helps with that. And know this, know that, you know, 99% of the stuff you're worrying about that never really pays off. Meaning none of, none of the worries you have ever really come to fruition. If you really look at everything you've been worried about in your life, none of it ever does. And then when it finally does, it's almost that like you willed it. And that's the other thing too. You're, it's just, You know, have I ever, ever gone over self-fulfilling prophecies with you guys?
3: A while ago. I think it's time again.
2: Okay. So we've all done this and we've all had that there was. I say it so when it's done to you, you can see it. But also when you're doing it, you can check yourself. Um, I'm dealing with someone right now that uh, got involved in a big, big, big movie project with all these A-listers. And the director and the stars A-list, and the other people who work on it, like a lot of people in the middle, you know, middle management there. I always say, sadly, they're there for a reason. They didn't have what it took to get to the top. So they tend to be bitter and miserable and hold other people back. Now, I've also met some middle management people who are can be great mentors and know and want to see you succeed. It's just they're fewer than the other people I've experienced in the middle. So this person went into this project and from God, you could tell the people under the, the big, the A-list star and A-list director looked at this person and were immediately saying to themselves, this person is going to take my job. This person is going to make me look bad. This person is, is going to get me fired. So then that party has now gone out of their way to do everything they can to hurt, you know, my person I'm working with and prevent them from being successful. By the way, I'll take this back to when I was at MTV. I had a head writer at the network who saw me that way. He was booed off stage in Boston. So when I went in with a thick Boston accent, he got a load of me from Go. He was just like, he didn't like me, he didn't get me. And was like, I got to get rid of this guy because he's just too big, too much energy. He's going to take my job. So he just did everything in his power to get me fired and make me look bad. So I'll take it to the present now. And the party that was doing this to my friend, well, kept blocking my friend, um, going all out of the way to do all these dashed things. And so now a a friend who's being coached by me to say, no, you got to hang in. Don't give up because that's what they want. Do not give up. Hang in, hang in, hang in. Well, my friend hung in long enough where the A-list director was like, finally got to see my friend, cornered my friend for a conversation and said, can you tell me the truth? What? what do you think of this? And what do you think of that? And then my friend like spilled everything. Well, we should be doing it this way and this way and that way. And this, and then I can, I set up a deal here and I say, and they were like, wait, we don't, how do we not know this? And then they immediately were like, Oh, we know what's going on. That person obviously is controlling and jealous, trying to hurt you. So guess what? Now we're going to promote you and we're getting rid of them. Wow. But here's the thing back up. The party that did that, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy where they were saying to themselves, you're going to take my job. You're going to make me look bad. Well, guess what, bitch? That's what ended it. You made happen. Mm -hmm. My friend went in to help that person. I remember telling this head right MTV, like I'll support you. In fact, he got himself in trouble. With people there And I protected him And stuck up for him I'm like I'm not I don't want, I, I Me I was happy to have a writing job It was my first big writing job I'm like Head writer of a network I'm not even thinking Of their number one show I'm not even thinking that I just want to contribute I'm a role player That's what I love to do Like I'll help you But no Same thing Held me down Help me down Help me down Try to get me fired All these different things Finally You know Over drinks One of the producers It was a bunch of short films They wanted uh, the writers to write And I was super excited Because wait I'm a filmmaker Over anything I'm like great They want us to write All these short films For Jenny McCarthy And Chris Hardwick And I went home And wrote like 15 of them And I gave them to me He's like yeah no, None of them are any good I was like oh I just took it on the chin Well when I went out one of the, After the show For drinks and by the way, like the other thing they do, and this is side stuff, which has been done to my friend, where they say, do not talk to talent. They'll they'll say to you, and this guy said to me, you're not allowed to talk to Jenny McCarthy. You're not allowed to talk to Chris Hulrick. You have to sit at this chair. It was amazing. On the other set, and on the other side of the room, do not move. So my friend, who's an amazing producer, has to sit on a beach lounge chair outside of the set, purposely to keep away from talent. So eventually... When I finally like connected with the producer, the producer was like, God, I and it was female. She said, yeah, I, I'm so how can I ask you something? How come you writers didn't come up with any short films? We thought you'd all be excited. Everyone on the show is trying. Everyone we hired is like from national lampoons and on their way to working on friends. And like this was a chance to do something more than write jokes. I said, I wrote 15 of them and she, what?" He never passed them on. And she said, you, I want those. Uh, You slide them under my door on Monday. And so I did. And sure enough, Hardwick read them and and they were like, Oh my God, this is brilliant. We have to do these. And then his whole, this guy's world collapsed, but he made that happen. Wow. Do you you understand the self-fulfilling prophecy? We can do that to ourselves as well. If we're going to say, Oh, I'm just going to get sick. I'm just going to get sick. Or, um, you know, my luck, uh, You know, uh, I'm going to end up losing my job. I'm not going to have enough money for the future. You're going to eventually make that happen. You're going to not just energy out into the universe. Yes, it's part of that, but you'll actually take steps in your life to ensure that happens. So, remember, so those parties that I mentioned, my friend that I'm helping right now is on this big movie, Me Back at MTV, and I've seen this a hundred times. They do things, their actions, that they're doing actually make it happen. I had another producer say from the beginning, I know I'm going to get kicked off this film. I know it. I know I'm going to get screwed. I'm not. Yeah. So, did every shady thing in the book working on this film that I was on until eventually, what happened? He got fired and screwed out of the film. And it's like, you made this happen. So, when you are. Sp- afraid of the future and you start concocting all of these scenarios in your brain know that the next step is you will start taking steps to make sure this happens self-fulfilling prophecy okay right it's kind of it, right you kind of hear it and you go oh wait what yeah.
3: yeah holy cow
2: so wow anyway all right good time to take a break <laughs> on this Monday, which is the new Wednesday. Happy hump day, everyone.
0: Happy hump day. We'll be
2: right. Happy hump day. We'll be back. All
0: right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused to do anything else it is incredible i love it frizz free up your schedule with way go to the way t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com and enter the promo code heel squad for 15 percent off any product that's the way t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com promo code heel squad trust me you won't regret it okay be
1: sure to send your questions to info at better together with maria.com or on instagram at better together with maria for an 8x10 personalized signed photo or transcript of today's show, send a self-addressed stamped envelope, care of Ask the Manager, 17328 Ventura Boulevard, P.O. Box 311, Encino, California, 91316. And now, back to Ask the Manager. Stay crisp, Queens.
2: Yes, stay crisp. By the way, last time I checked with Puja, crisp is still big with the kids.
3: Oh, yeah. Huge. It's here, huge. Right? Wow, huge. Huge. Thank God. Yeah. yeah well, we're stuck so with that one. Okay, great. <laughs> that one's good, so good to know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: You ready, Kev? Manager Kev?
2: Sure. Let's go.
3: Let's hit it. So, Bree,
2: Manager Kelsey.
3: Bree from Boca. She says, Kevin, what's one thing you do differently with your life if given the opportunity? That's oh. a good one.
2: Hmm. You know... Okay, but <clears throat> uh, not much because I needed all of it to get me here. And if she took any pieces of the puzzle out, you know, then I wouldn't be here. And I think if you are grateful for your life and existence, and by the way, and I, I want everyone to know, I'm not where I want to be or where I plan to be. There are... Other things that I wished I were doing in this business. I wanted to create a Kirby Enthusiasm and do a show like that, not starring it, but direct and write it. Like that was my dream of dreams and uh, things like that. And I've done instead everything from, you know, coach celebrities, build brands, build networks, uh, you know, write books. I mean, I've done all these other things. So I don't want you to think like, oh, yeah, if you say all oh, your dreams come true because they did it, you know, but I will say I like having things to look forward to. So I still look forward to the day where I do scripted things, because I think that's what keeps you young and hungry when you're always looking forward to something else that you can do. And uh, again, because I've learned to become grateful for my my health and the people and the things in my life, um, then I wouldn't change anything. I will say that the one thing that I would change is if, if I hurt anyone along the way, then I, that I wish. Um, I think I was too, so focused on career that, um, that a lot of, uh, people I dated paid the price for that because I was very inconsiderate. It was just about me and my end goal. Um, and I think that's probably, I think I would have, been a priest or celebrate you know on the journey I do I think I um, or saw up front and saying, listen I which I was and as I got older I was better about saying listen I'm this is where I'm at I'm very focused I'm not looking for a long-term relationship if if you can deal with that then great if not I understand but you know always just kind of back then just being in the moment I didn't think like that. And uh, so that would be probably one regret or anyone else I heard. But other than that, um, we here. So I, I think for any answer. of us, but I think all of us, you're here now. I don't know. I, so I, I don't know what regret does. I think you can review your life and the data of your life and go, OK, these are things I did right that got me here. But these are the things that I did poorly, but. Those poor things were all your lessons too. You know, I know what someone had reached out, knocking themselves about money. Remember, like a, couple a couple of weeks ago. Not, on I think maybe it was regular guy Friday.
3: Yeah, credit card. And not asked me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And uh, it was a single mom and a t- teacher. Um, and and I said, you know, first of all, like your job was first to be a single mom, which is the hardest job out there and the most, and the most uh, the most necessary. So, and then secondly, being a teacher doesn't make a lot of money, but, but, be bad expenditures along the way, be grateful for them because they got you this far because she was a great mom and is a great mom and she is a great teacher. Well, so if there were bad expenditures along the way that you needed in that moment, there's times you need to eat the bowl of ice cream, sorry. Meaning you need some comfort food that's not healthy for you, but it's gonna it's gonna pacify you in that moment. And sometimes you need to, you know, buy that thing that is just a frivolous buy that you kind of, you might regret the next day, but don't regret it because maybe you need it in that moment to quell whatever pain you were in. So I think you can look back at your lives with a grain of salt, I mean, like, yeah, say, okay, here's how I can improve, but you needed to make all those mistakes to to get here. I think it's ignorant when you say, I didn't make any mistakes at all, or so what, because then you're not improving, and I feel, I like the Kaizen, Japanese philosophy of Kaizen, which is continuous improvement, so how do we build and how do we improve? But, I just know a lot of us want to put our heads in nooses over regrets. And that's not, that's not serving anyone. They were all lessons for you to learn in this life. And some of us learn faster than others. I'm convinced of it. And uh, I've, had, I've had people say to me about certain parties, like, hey, I hope that person lives long enough where they can actually learn. Because right now they're not learning the lessons. So, anyway.
3: That's a good one, though.
2: I digress. What a surprise.
3: No, that was great. Great answer. Yeah, like All right, manager. Kev, I think we have time for for another. Let's hit it okay. with Alina from Oregon. She said, how do you overcome? You've kind of been talking about this, but how do you overcome fear and then the anxiety that is brought with that fear? Well,
2: hmm. overcoming fear is just doing it. Just do it. Less think more do. And I think as you ascend, yeah, then there's a little bit more thinking involved. But I think so much is overthought. Get the toothpaste out of the tube that I can't go back in. I, I can't tell you people, I you know, just, just start it. Just do it. Whatever you're going to do. Yes, do as much prep as you can. But by going out and doing, that's just the best way to conquer your fears. And then... You take the time. I guess I'm thinking when I think of fear, I think of someone's afraid to start. It, I don't know why I'm going back to business, but someone, I feel like someone's afraid to start a business. I say just get in there and do it. And we've heard that from the Shark Tank lady, right?
3: Barbara Corcoran. Yep.
2: That's what I've always said. Just do it. It's messy as it might be. But now we're out. We're in the game. We're starting. We'll get better. We'll improve. But I think that's the way is, the, is to just just do it. Um I don't know. I I think we just all care too much about what everyone thinks, too. There's so much of that. And uh, the, every day that goes by, I realize what a waste of time it is. It's such a waste of time.
3: And energy.
2: It really is. I mean, I... Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Um, if you don't have enough proof of why you don't need people to care, then I don't know. Go watch some YouTube videos. Go to some Instagram pages. Go, go and see some of the crap that's out there and the amount of people that love the crap that they're seeing. Um, or some of the villains we ha- even have in our public figures, and we adore them. Well, not we, but I'm saying people. So how can we care? Obviously, these people's opinions—you know—I don't know. They should. They a lot of people around me show me why I shouldn't care. Guess what I'm trying to say? When I think of the things that they like and what they embrace, I go, "Really?" And you're gonna you're gonna judge me? Yeah, okay. As they say in Boston, yeah, I'm all set. I'm all set with that. <laughs> I like that. Anyway. Give me another question. I
3: think that's good. I was going to say one thing about the anxiety part, too. I oh, think please. Just going, oh, yeah. going um. back to um, what you were saying about living in the present, I think something that I found, because I, I mean, I think we all have anxiety, but it's, it's something that's always been... A struggle for me. And I find if I'm living, I feel like anxiety is like living in the future, right? So it's like, if you're living in the future mm-hmm. and you're not in the present, that's when the anxiety comes. So doing stuff like you're saying, Kev, like going back to gratitude, literally I'll go take, I'll go like take off my shoes and put my feet in your guys's grass in the front yard. I'll play my guitar, like yeah. something that's going to like force me to be present then the anxiety goes away because you're living in that moment. So I think a lot of anxiety yeah. does come from just your wheels spinning in your head and not stopping. Um, and that's where you have to, you know, right. Go to these like tools that we learn here. We learn on better together, like simple, go play with your dog, you know, whatever it is, that's going like, to mm-hmm. force you to be present. Yeah. Know, that's something that I've really found. I, was gonna I say feel so bad too, like, about anxiety. Go ahead, Hard. Please. No, I was going to say writing
4: it out helps so much. I like started this recently. I literally just have a notebook, and it's I don't have a set time when I write because I'm so bad with like rules and stuff. It's like whenever I just have a thought, it can be good, it can be bad, it can be just neutral, I, will ha- I write it out, and I'll just write a sentence or I'll write like pages and pages. Like it doesn't matter. And it helps me get through the feeling so much faster. And it, it, it forces me to sit with it where before I would like suppress it, which I know isn't healthy. Um, so I would suggest getting a little, a little thought notebook. It's I like that. Cool.
2: No, that's helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, being a guy, I remember having a lot of stress when I was younger, but I just willed through it. I know it's harder for women. I, I just see a lot of my girlfriends um, are crippled by it, you know?
3: When I think yeah, no. with us, we like, we can't necessarily will through it, but we sh- can shove it down. And then like, I know for me, something that I'm really working on now is like, I actually can't tell the difference with emotions. Like if I'm like stressed out, sometimes like I'll smile and laugh. And it's like, because my, like, I don't know. The difference in my emotions because I've shoved everything down so much. So I think, literally, it's crazy. So I think it's no. Like, I know
2: that feeling. Yeah. Yes, I know. So it's I'll like, have to ask Maria. Yeah. Should I be mad now? Yes. Should I be exactly, happy now? Exactly. Yes. I know, Kelsey. I know. Yeah. I know. So
3: it's it's like Pooch said. It's sitting with that, or doing, you know, writing it out, or or calling a friend. Like, be like, yeah. Should I be? Can I can I cry right now? Or you know, whatever it is. Yeah. But, I don't know. That's something. And I is. think
2: guys just avoid the news.
3: Oh God! Yeah, I agree.
2: I mean, I'm listen. I I promise you, I'm vaccinated. I'm not, you know, that person um, who's anti this or anti that on either side. Um, I got vaccinated because I live with elderly people who were sick, and I could not live with myself if I knew I got them sick. Okay, so I'm just gonna say that. But at the same time, today I'm driving. It's 90 degrees out, and it's sunny. And I see a young kid, like young, a college kid, and he's he's on a corner at this college campus with his mask on. And, and but, you know, and I'm thinking probably in his brain, he's got so much anxiety thinking he's going to die, you know, like. But so if it just helps, just turn the news off, you know, turn the news off. I promise. You know, when, I don't know, the bombs come in and things like that, you'll know, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think that um, the news and media have really done a number. If it bleeds, it leads, If right? That's the old saying, if it bleeds, it leads in our business, meaning, so they're incentivized to put out dark content. That's what got viewership when it was TV and that's what get clicks. You know, unfortunately it's dark toxic content. So it's driven by the dollar there's no money in good news you know or far less money yeah Yeah. so i think just avoid that if that helps
3: and it's sneaky like i mute i mute so much on instagram right i'll unfollow or it's like unfollow or mute anything that makes you feel not great that brings you anxiety like you don't have to necessarily like i've never watched the news but i get it all on my socials right? right so it's like that's where i'll unmute unfollow so i agree kev Okay. This is from Ashley in Houston, and she says, "Is it possible to recharge after you've been burnt out?"
2: It takes a long time. Mm-hmm. It is, but it takes a long time, and um, I've been burnt out several times. I was burnt out in the carny business, and for many years, the last three or four years of doing it, I it was just well, but I was completely burnt, and I'm mean, I'm burnt out now to a degree. Uh, I see Maria was burnt out I uh, My old um, Person that ran the afterbuzz Was burnt to a crisp It's really hard uh, I think I think you have to put a pin in it You know I think if you're really burnt out I, I don't know I hate to be like that Because I hate to see anyone quit their jobs Or their careers or whatever But I don't know When you're burnt I've seen it It's real And I think you have to get away from it and, um, yeah, you have to, um, circle the wagons and get to a safe space. So if that is, uh, moving back in with parents, if you have that luxury, so you don't have pills or you can cut your overhead way down so you can actually sleep late and, um, do other self-help practices. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm very sensitive to it. I, and I don't think it's a matter of a two-week vacation. It just doesn't do it. And a lot of bosses try that, and it just doesn't work. I think when you're cooked, you're cooked. And, I, again, I'm grateful I have been cooked a few times because I now can see it in other people, and I can empathize. Rather than say, hey, Maria, you're making all this money. Just go do it. Or the other guy was working for me. Now I get it, and I empathize, and I feel bad. And I say, okay, hey, you need a break. You need time off. Uh, and time away from it and uh, you may never get back to that place for that whatever you're doing that burnt you out but you could but you can definitely recover but it's it's uh you really have to take time and you have to do some you need time and space and and to get there I think you you have to minimize you know downsize minimize um, And I know that's easier said than done, but yeah, very sensitive to that. I'm sorry if someone is it's hard.
3: I think too, Kev, you've helped me with this, but like understanding what actually recharges you. Like for a long time, Mm. I was like, Oh my God, going out, being with my friends, socializing. That's what I need. That recharges me when like actually all along (laughs) I needed to be alone and like have no one bug me, you know, but we, I think whether it's society, whether no, whatever it is, FOMO. I mean, truly it's like to under, like to actually sit and understand what's going to give you a charge and what's going to like take away is that's a, that's a hefty thing too.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, because even Maria doesn't know. i said for years, like, honey, just put the phone down and the emails, the sun, I always say to her, the sun's still going to come up tomorrow, I promise you. Whether Pooja socials out this, or Kelsey books this person, or you, wh- whatever the case is, the sun's still going to come up and down believe it or not somehow it just happens without you putting all the work time effort stress and energy into whatever you're doing but um yeah a lot of people don't know how to don't know what's good for them like sometimes it's just good to just lay low and rest you know and sleep and take some time for you yeah
3: Great.
2: yeah you have to be willing to do that it's um, hard and on that now
3: on that note, happy Wednesday. Yeah, we,
2: <laughs> that's it? Oh, so no more?
3: I think we're golden.
2: Okay, well, Pooji, are we golden?
4: We're golden. I'm Bougie.
3: queuing up our ladies, giving thumbs, me a cutie up. thumbs up.
2: Well, you guys, please let us know your thoughts over on the Patreon page.
3: A lot of or good stuff today, to be Kev.
2: Better. What's
3: that? a lot of
1: good stuff today. Really? Yeah. On I never know the if good. Producer, I love it. Puginea, and the rest of BT staff. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Ask the Manager Mondays. Be sure to send your questions to info at bettertogetherwithmaria.com or on Instagram at bettertogetherwithmaria. For an 8x10 personalised signed photo or transcript to today's show, send a self-addressed stamped envelope, care of Ask the Manager, 17328 Ventura Boulevard, PO Box 311 Encino. California, 91316. Stay crisp, Queens.
2: Yes, stay crisp on this Monday, which is the new Wednesday.
1: That's it's right. It's funny how Kelsey
2: even dances yep. this.
3: I love this. I think it's so catchy. <laughs> 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 I love the little the English lady. We... The everything. Everything. everything about well, it's perfect.
2: We learned about self-fulfilling prophecies.
3: Yeah, I really loved that. We learned about, we talked about stress. We talked about not getting overwhelmed and being in the present. Mm -hmm. We talked about where you should stay in LA for proximity. Lots of good stuff. Recharging when you're burnt out. Yeah. Mm. One thing Kevin would do differently, which is Oh,
2: yes. Yeah. These questions are getting harder and
3: harder.
2: (laughs) Um, You know what? Say the do differently because I would like you guys to answer that too. I'd love to
4: hear. Oh, that's interesting.
2: Okay. You'd be like, yeah, never meet you, Kevin.
3: <laughs> no, absolutely that is not. That be true. my answer. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: <laughs> Listen, we it.
2: would go further with that, but this is not Friday, people. Join us on Friday and yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about all that and more, right? Right, right. Okay. We out? Is that it on this one, Pooch?
4: Stay yeah. crisp, Queens. Stay crisp. We out. I think the British lady does it better than yeah, all of yeah. us, though.
2: Stay crisp queens yeah. is the hub for asset manager monday
3: happy hump day stay crisp queens nice that's hard day to crisp say queens.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah
3: it kind of is oh my god this is probably an rgs thing day, but kevin fresh week. What? the girl i went to um dinner last night and the hostess had a uh necklace that said queen so we all need uh, one
2: yeah wow
3: i know oh
2: did you ask if she was one
3: yeah, oh, well, I actually said, does that say queen? And she said, hell yeah, girl. And I was okay, like. Okay,
2: but it was a K-W-E-E-N? It was Q. It was Q. Spe- I was spelled incorrectly. Yeah. It's okay. yeah, yeah. not her fault.
3: Right. I don't no. want to like, you know.
2: You guys. So this is really Red Guy Friday. But like, let's just, you know, hopefully the Monday group will not get upset with us. I, here I am in this little Connecticut town in the middle of nowhere. And it's mostly farmers and my people, regular people like me. Kelsey, in one week, I spotted not one, but two queens.
3: No way. Where, yes. Where? Where? Yeah.
2: Well, I don't know. One came into a coffee shop called I go, like, oh, look, it's a queen. The queen Amazing. Of the wild. Had like, yes, the nails. The, she had the fake lips, the giant. It j- just, she didn't look, it looked so LA.
0: Wow. Um,
2: yeah. And then at the uh, restaurant we eat at, Maria came in. Came in. She said, "Oh my God, Kevin! Just walked by the bar. There's, a, there's a queen in there." Wow. Same thing.
3: Wow. I was like,
2: "Wow." So yeah, it's nice to They're see. They're infiltrated. I was just gonna
0: <laughs> yes. say that. I was <laughs> like, "They're taking over
4: everywhere. They're taking over. Right. Right. in all the small towns. We That's
2: right. Have more queens because at the end of the day, we're all
3: we're all queens, queens,
0: queens." Wow. <laughs> all Huge. Right. Don't edit this out. <laughs> okay.
3: Bye, everyone. <laughs>
0: bye. bye. <laughs>